0: Café, anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2634, 2634, and Mike Matthews and a program that's called Mike's Daily Podcast. It's a podcast that Mike brings to you from Café, anyway. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley. And I share interesting things with you Like today, when you're listening to this You may not know, or you didn't knew, That it's National Father-Daughter Mike's Daily Podcast Take a Walk Day So today, fathers and daughters need to take walks On the 7th Mike's of July Daily 7-7 Podcast 23. Yeah. It's also World Chocolate Day and the National Day of Rock and Roll. Let's see. Hmm, Eric Clapton. He was so important in rock and roll with a Cream and Derek and the Dominos, Blind Faith, all his solo stuff. And then he went totally anti-vaxer and then And then I don't know what's going on now. But what a talent. All the stuff he did with Phil Collins. Phil Collins produced some of his uh, solo albums. Perhaps you've listened to some classic rock in a dive bar. Today is also National Dive Bar Day. I am not looking this... I'm not making this up. You can look this up. It is true. It's also National Macaroni Day. And that is something that i have not had too much of lately although there's a new place like a barbecue place barbecue places tend to have great macaroni and cheese but actually it's not macaroni and cheese day just macaroni day and global forgiveness day not sure exactly if that is like forgiving debt Which was a big thing Bono of U2 was into for a while Or if it's just forgiving people for their trespasses if they trespass against you And here's today's podcast picture And of all that stuff It's Mike Matthews with the podcast picture that features Mike Matthews And his cat, or one of the cats This is the one that's the wild cat that adopted him in 2021 I think it was late, or late 2020 he started coming around And adopted us And we got him fixed So He's all spayed and neutered And whatever His name is Patches the Cat you can see a picture of him At com, And he's an older cat So he probably knew this guy The late great Basil the Boxer I'm wondering if I saw him If Basil I saw him chase Patches out of the backyard one day But now Sorry like Great Basil the Boxer, now Patches is hanging out with Mike. And that's a recent picture of the two of us together. He is feral, but he's pretty friendly. He lets you pet him, but you got to pet him a certain way and you can't pick him up. Unlike Rocky the cat, who's very friendly. My uh, my 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 cat. Cat. Uh, that, we got him as a kitten. he's only a year old, but just very domesticated and friendly and family oriented and just the best cat. So cats, everybody, cats And it's, they get along, they play, they roughhouse It's amazing But you might be saying, Mike, I'm all into dogs I wish I knew where the best dog park was to go to Or what city I should live in for the best dog park city Well, believe it or not, the number one city for dog parks is Boise, Idaho Yes, aptly named the City of Trees Boise, Idaho asserted its dominance As the top dog park city With best access to pooch-friendly green space It, over, it earned over 10 points more than San Francisco And San Francisco was last year's gold medalist For Dog Park City Yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah. The City of Angels, Los Angeles Is the worst overall Dog park city It has uh, the third fewest dog parks Yes Our neighbors to the south Well actually they're about a six hour drive from us To the south Los Angeles So for They have the fewest dog parks Something like 100,000 Dogs An estimated Over 55 Or 550,000 Los Angeles households Own at least one dog Now that's legit. And single L.A. residents are known to be pup magnets. This, uh, according to the group known as Lawn Starter, they checked this all out. Which I guess makes sense because dogs like lawns. They like to lay down on lawns and do other things on lawns that probably lawns don't appreciate. Yeah. (laughs) Pittsburgh... Receives the least average amount of monthly sunshine Did you know that 42% That's less than an Anchorage, Alaska Which gets more sunlight than anywhere else in the US Between mid-March and late September It's dark the rest of the time Placing Anchorage second among the cities With the least amount of sun Don't know why that got thrown in there But that's an interesting bit of trivia as well So make sure to take a dog out Take him for a walk Take him to a dog park don't just, don't just sit inside and play with your new Threads app What is that Mike? Well Meta That does Facebook and Instagram and Whatsapp They now have created this Threads app That's supposed to c- compete against Twitter Or namely it should be Mark Zuckerberg is trying to compete against Elon Musk And they're supposed to cage match it up So we'll see if this, if, who who's going to win? What contest of those two contests? Which one will win? But I tried to check out Threads on the internet on a browser, and Bowser, Yowser, Schnauzer. It is only accessible via an app. the Threads app, which is a poorly named app, because Threads is a really depressing movie that came out in the eighties about nuclear war. It's worse than the day after. It was something that England did. It was such a sad, crazy, horrible, like, the effects of nuclear war and made right in the height of the Cold War in the 80s with Reagan threatening uh, the guy before Gorbachev. Yeltsin, as we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on Earth. Anyway... Yeah, so this is an app only. If you go to the website, if you think, oh, maybe if I go to threads.com, I can check out the app. That won't work because threads.com is an actual, it's another site not affiliated with Meta. And what they do is they're kind of like Discord. So in some ways, so Threads is trying to be like Twitter, the app. But threads.com not owned by what well, this is weird not owned by meta not owned by facebook or instagram in fact it tells you as soon as you log on to threads.com we're not affiliated with instagram it's trying to be like discord and discord is a kind of a communication web-based communication system that's like oh there's something called stack which i've never used but i've used discord And it's basically you're messaging people back and forth. Like when you're doing a Zoom call and you got that little message window on the side and you can send people quick messages. That kind of thing. So the fascinating material project. project. So Meta's got to figure that out. Disney has got to figure out, oh, a couple of things. Now, did they put out Indiana Jones? I somehow feel like they're affiliated. Well, the the new Indiana Jones movie not doing well. Indiana, I mean uh, Disney's Pixar Elemental it was a movie made by Disney and Pixar. Elemental it is off to a poor start as well at the box office, which is thirty three million dollars with a four day start. You will travel into the incredible universe. Pixar has had a string of recent disappointments, including last year's Lightyear. The story of Buzz Lightyear Oh, that's right, that came out I didn't even see that That took in just $226 million worldwide Which is a fraction of the Toy Story Which Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear is a spinoff from The Toy Story movies did so well And it just, Lightyear did a fraction of that The March 2020 release of the movie Onward delivered just one hundred and forty two million dollars globally. And that, yes, March twenty twenty was just as the pandemic started and the shutdowns, the lock ins, the what do you call it, the the closeouts, the stay at home the all of that was going on. Other films went straight to streaming, but onward tried to actually still be in theaters. And then, you know, shortly after, any new movie that came out just went straight to streaming. The Little Mermaid failed to draw international audiences in particular after its release this year. Even Marvel, they did their February release of Ant-Man, and Marvel is owned by Disney. The front panel will close automatically. Please remain seated. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, it generated worldwide ticket sales of $476 million, That is below past installments of Ant-Man Like the original movie And the second one Ant-Man And the What was that one called? I forget Ant-Man 2 Ant-Man The second Ant-Man Where they shrunk down that whole huge building And it fell inside It fell into the bay That's all I remember from it and then at the end, the whole the snap happens, Magnification. and that eventually leads to how the snap gets undone or changed or saved. Everybody gets saved in the end game Marvel franchise movie. It all's connected somehow, but Disney is trying to figure it out, pushing back new projects from Marvel and Lucasfilm. As well as the next avatar They're trying to push it back And they're also losing in TV as advertising and Market is bleak And linear TV viewership fell about 10% last year And pricing isn't climbing enough to make up for it Magnification. So they had Eisner come back in Not Michael Eisner Bob Iger came back in And is trying to fix stuff But We'll see how that goes And here in California It's Interesting That State Farm has exited Wildfires and hurricanes Are causing insurance companies To rethink coverage We don't have hurricanes here But they've been having a problem lately In Florida Because of All the hurricanes they get And The amount of money insurance companies have to pay Insurance companies will lose about 23.5 billion dollars by 2050 Due to more wildfires and hurricanes And in 2022 Homeowner premiums increased By 10% Almost 11% Home insurers are already exiting markets Along the eastern seaboard Because they're getting tired of hurricanes And the hurricane risks But State Farm's exit from California Last month Or this was back in May Or was it April Well it was this year Due to wildfire hazards Causing a stir Insurance companies are dealing with Historic increases in construction costs Outpaying Outpacing inflation And rapidly growing Catastrophic exposure Catastrophe exposure So they're dealing with all of that And then last year AIG, the insurance company Left the California market That's right, I used to have AIG Years ago Nationwide Are they on your side? They are taking action to mitigate risk But they haven't given out details As more insurers leave California I think Allstate did as well It could morph into an impeding Issue as costs rise Making homeownership pricier Than it is presently the average construction cost last year was $153 per square foot. And that was up 43% from 2019. And that is what is happening in California. Because insurance companies are going to lose $23.5 billion by 2050. So, yes, that is, that is the current state of that that. And look, we're outside a cafe anyway somewhere in PodCastro Valley where hopefully there's no fires going on. Look who's here. <laughs> Hi, it's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? And it's a disgruntled, Phil, player. Tell you what. What? I'm really disgruntled because I live in California and I'm afraid of wildfires and insurance companies leaving. Tell you what. What? I thought you should know that because you asked I didn't actually ask, but thank you for sharing. And look who else is here. Oh, I make delicious root beer. Have some right now, hey, Mm hmm. Oh. That's pretty good. That's a lot of root beer there. I don't think I can drink all of that. Drink it right now, i you. I mean, I will try, but the pressure. I can't seem to. I'll do my best. Yes, so that is the latest I'm sharing with you today on the podcast. So you can check out the past podcast pictures. Check out the past podcast. The past podcast included the segment called the Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. And we had some really good songs. Did I do that last one? That's Oh, my, my, my. I- do you know what? I think I have the wrong number. It's a good thing I checked it out. Okay. I said FF episode 2634. Hopefully you've listened all the way to the end of the podcast. Because in fact, it is not that number. It is FF episode 2636. 2636 is today's. Yes, in the last podcast we did do the Mike Matthews new tunes. feud. played a bunch of new songs that got emailed to me. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. Listen to those songs. Vote on the one you like best. And I will let the winner... I will let the winner know. I will contact them and let them know which one got the most votes. And I will announce who the winner is right here on this podcast. And with more ways to reach me, it's Ariel. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.